Welcome to the Q Talk with your boy, Pastor E, where all things men will be on the table. So let your brothers, uncles, and homies and club brothers know that we're going to be talking about it from men issues to sports to sex to whatever concerns me and men. So grab a seat and come along for the ride. Now, just remember, these are my opinions. And yes, I am sometimes right and wrong, so don't take it personal. Just have fun with the Q Talk. Good morning, good morning. Y'all know it's Thursday. It's your boy. We are back. We're excited. We're feeling good. I uh, want to say thank you to everyone that listened to us. You are truly part of the Q family. Thank you to all the men, women, whoever. Listen, I love you. I love you. I love you. I got a piece of candy in my mouth. I guess I got the... My show is 100% live. I don't edit nothing. I want y'all to get the raw emotional feeling of me. So I had to take that out of my mouth. But listen, first of all, I do truly want to say how much I love you guys, how much I thank you guys for listening. Uh, continue to let people know about the podcast. Uh, continue to let your friends and family know. MC community, let your club brothers know. I mean, it's just a way definitely let the truck drivers know they're in their truck. You know, we try to only do a 30-minute show, so it ain't long. Uh, we're getting better. We got better mics, better uh, laptop, great mixer. Going to get a new mixer. We're going to start getting some intro sound. I'm going to start playing around with that because we want to bring you guys a productive show. Uh, but I just want to say right now, I love you guys. I love you guys. Thank you guys for uh, being part of the Q family. Uh, the question is asked is the Q talk uh, going to set up like a social media page? And the simple answer to that is no. <laughs> so let me do this because, you know, I'm not I'm not a private person. You know, I'm quiet, but I'm really not a private. If you want to follow uh, me personally on, on social media, uh, you can go to Instagram, Eric R. Caldwell. Uh, you can go to actually, I think I'm going to change that to Eric Pastor E. Caldwell. That used to be me. Then come to find out it was somebody else that had the same thing. Uh, or, or I was hacked. I can't remember, so I went back to Eric R., but I think I can go back. But for right now, on Instagram, is Eric R. Caldwell. I don't post on Instagram. It's getting better. But you can follow me on Facebook at Eric, which is E-R-I-C-K, Pastor E. Caldwell. But more importantly, you can definitely, definitely go to the church page, Queen City Biker Church. Uh, please, that's the page that, that I would really love for you to follow, because unless you're a biker, you're going to be totally lost. Because the cute talk is for men. Uh, but definitely go to the, uh, and you'll see a picture of me and wifey. Uh, that's the picture of Queen City Biker Church. Because we love you, we love you, we love you. But listen, today we got a, a show. And it's a, I think it's a good topic, a good show. But I think it's difficult for men to do. And if we're going to talk about this, today's topic is simply I love you. Simply I love you. And I'm not talking about today as far as being a husband and wife situation. I'm talking about men while we're alive saying to another man, I love you. I'm talking about club brothers when you know your club brother finna pound that highway. Say, hey, bro, we love you. Be safe. You know, truck drivers, you talk some of you guys got truck driver bros out there, man. You calling them up. Hey, bro, I love you. Be safe on that road. Uh, brothers going into the hospital, getting sick. You know, you know, we're still in the 19 era. So anything like that, 
you know, just saying I love you. You know, fathers, uh, you know, one of the things I do to my kids, whether I verbally talk to them or I text them, I always end it with I love you. My son, my two daughters, I love you no matter what. Uh, I always, and I talk to my, my definitely, you know, my oldest granddaughter or whatever. I always end it with daddy loves you because I want them to know I truly love them and I don't want them to feel like they never heard it because that's the problem with a lot of us as men. And I don't mean this in no disrespectful way, but I got to say this, the, the LGBTQ community is making us feel uncomfortable with men expressing love for our homeboys, you know, because we'll say, I love you. And first thing somebody, oh, is you gay? No, I care about you, dude. I want you to live your life productively and have fun. Bruh, you've been out here drinking too much at this party. I love you. Let me get your Uber. I even pay for it. I, I come pick you up tomorrow, bring you back to get your bike. Bruh, I love you. I want you to be safe. Uh, you know, whatever, bro. I love you. You know, and but I'm be honest with you, bro. I love your wife too. You out here showing out. So because I love you, I mean, if y'all go through a divorce, I got to choose which one gonna be my friend. You know, it can be anything. But as men, we need to put on our man's shoes and stop letting society keep us from being a man because a lot of these young men out there that's getting in trouble that's doing bad things and young ladies too but you know we're, we're guy show we technically a guy show so ladies you too but a lot of these young men what they are saying is there's not a man in their life who says, I love you, or I love you. Now, I don't know about the boys and girls club, the mentor clubs and all that stuff, the big brothers, little brothers. Th I don't know what those guys do. A couple of them organizations, I like a couple of them. I wish they would change their policies, but we just need to let, I mean, I'll give you a prime example. I grew up in a neighborhood where technically I'm still friends with a whole bunch of guys that I've known over 50-plus years. I mean, we went to kindergarten together, a lot of us, but a whole lot of us, we started in first grade together. We all went to the same three schools all our lives. you know. And I know a lot of times when each one of us meet and greet or talk to each other, we do say, man, I love you, bro. Number one, we're getting older. So, you know, you want your brother, you know, you want your, you want your neighborhood brother to know you love him simply because that's your brother. Yo, bro, you know, you, you know, I mean, I have people, you know, I, I didn't grow up, you know, what I am today. And, you know, I was an idiot, you know, as they say. So a lot of my, my bros, they see me, man, I love you, E. I'm proud of what you're doing, E. Just know, keep doing what you're doing. I love you. Oh, man, E, great seeing you doing what you do. I love you, bro. Man, E, I love you, man. I'm proud of you. Uh, I know you're doing things differently, man. E, you know, it's good to be able to talk to you at this level of understanding and things. Just that little simpleness means a lot. And and that's what we, it's not going to be a long show today because we simply just talking about it this way. That's who and what we need to do as men. Because let the truth be told, there's a lot of 
grown old men who's never been told they love somebody love them or care for them. I mean, you got men out here who mothers never say, I love you. And because the reason why the mothers say that, because, you know, I've heard this, they want their son to be hard. I want you to be tough. I want you to be a man. I don't want you to be feminine or soft or whatever. So you know, a man shouldn't have to worry about if somebody love him or not. The devil is a lie, ladies. Say to your sons, you love them and you're proud of them. Make them feel good about the small accomplishment. Men, do this too. Make another man or a young man feel good. You know, I'm a biker, so in the bike world, when we see bikers, you know, I'm at a point now in my life, I just love watching bikers hit the road. I done done it all. 4,800,000 miles. I finna do another 100,000 miles on another bike. You know, coast to coast, done seen it. Done, And there's plenty more. We got plenty more journey ahead of us. But I'm at a point now where I'm more excited about watching somebody else ride than me ride. I get on there and I, I cheer them. I support them. I inbox them. I let them know I'm praying for them. Keep up the journey. Have a good time. You know, because publicly, I don't post a lot of public stuff. I just put the journey praying hands. Safe travels, praying, praying hands. I, I leave it simple. But I inbox these bros, man, let them know, hey, bro, I'm proud of you. Glad to see what you're doing. I love you. Just remember to be safe. Your boy, Pastor E. You know, because sometime when you, sometimes, you know, you got to look at it this way. Sometimes we may think a brother's just out there traveling, but he actually may have been going through some stuff and he needed that highway. I hit a brother up a while back, did just what I did. And he said, hey, man, uh, thanks, Pastor E, for reaching out. You didn't say much, but you said a lot. Uh, he had just lost, I think it was his sister, you know? And it was like, you know, wow. No, he said, you know, a lot of people don't know it besides people I grew up around. You know, he said, man, it just, I woke up and it was heavy on me. So I decided to hit the road, you know? And you didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, I had a clue. I was just doing what I do because I wanted him to know I was proud of him. I loved him. I enjoyed seeing his time. You know, then I came back and said, hey, man, you know, praying for you definitely always, man. But make this a journey that you can remember. Take plenty of photos. Don't just live on the highway. Stop. You know, you see something, turn around, go back. Enjoy it. You know, my, my phone is always open to you, just know. And that's another thing, you know, you know, I talk to a lot of bikers, especially when I'm in the truck, to be traveling the highway. I thank God for putting me in a position where so many bikers to call me on the road and ask questions. I hadn't been on every highway, but I've been on I've been on all the major highways. <laughs> Put it that way, 85, 35, 45, 25, 77, 20, 10, 5, 15. You know, I've been on all the major federal blue highways, besides the little locals like you know, Highway 74 in North Carolina is now Federal Highway. You know, there's little highways like that. But the major big ones, you know, your 80, 90, 94s, 84s, I've been on all of them. And I can say I'm blessed to have done that. You know, so I get a lot of guys, bros, who have called me, be out there on the road, just got questions, looking for places to eat and stuff like that, depending on where they're going. You know, of course, I hadn't been to every place. But, you know, I follow a lot of other ground pounds. And I say, bro, I'm loving you. You know, especially on the phone, hey, you looking for a place to sleep, place to eat. You know, hey, just know I love you. Let's, let's say a quick prayer. We move on. You know what I mean? But I want them to know 
that somebody loves them. Because we'll show up at a funeral. We'll be crying. We'll be boohooing, tears, snots, you know, slobbing everything that we can do. And you finna miss your bro. But when he was here, you never told him how much you love him. You see what I'm getting at? When he was fleshly for you to lay your hands on, when he was fleshly for you to talk to, you never said, I love you, especially in the bike world. I love you can keep your bro from popping a willy. And as he's up in the air, a car pulls out in front of him. He can't come down. I love you can keep your bro from doing 110 miles an hour when he really shouldn't only be doing 80. I love you can keep a bro from doing stunts in an in a, in a active parking lot. You in a shopping mall. The mall is still open. You out there at 1 o'clock in the evening. You doing stunts and lose control. I love you can protect the brother from harm's way. So I'm saying this, and this is kind of a, like I said, this is a, a touchy subject for men because we don't do it. But we all will go to a funeral and we'll just break down. We'll lose it because now we finna miss someone that we did love. When and I and I look, none of us know the time of day, but maybe if we just said I love you to that brother, he might not have uh, jumped on that motorcycle drunk to come to come home. You know, just I'm just saying it that way because we really, really, really really want to change the way people think about us as men. Because, you know, you know, let's be realistic here. It's Number one, it is truly hard for another man to say, I love you, even to their wives. I mean, we're going to do a show on that in the, probably next year about men saying I love you to their wives. Because, you know, men struggle with that because we ain't had to say I love you. And nobody said it to us, so don't expect us to just be easy, you know, to say it. But what I'm getting at is when you look at being a man, sometimes it can be hard, especially in 2021. It can be difficult being a man. It can be hard being a man. We take abuse. We take beatings, emotional setbacks. Uh, we, we really don't go get counseling. We don't talk to anybody. We just bear the burden. We just hold it in. We're ashamed to have a, 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 a truly breakdown. We don't want to talk to another man about it because we don't want him to look at us as weak. Then the man you're talking to, he wants to comfort you. But because he doesn't know how to handle the situation, something he may say may come across like he's insensitive or don't care, but he didn't have that training on how to be that type of comforting man. So the little simple things as being a man can affect us sometimes. You know, you hear, I was talking to this young man, I think it was probably, I don't know, maybe a year ago, but it might not have been a year ago, another truck driver. I don't even know how we got on this crap and stuff, you know, and I'm going to say it like that. Because he was saying, you know, I grew up in a family where my father wasn't around. And I thought, okay, I'm sorry to hear that. But then as we talked, come to find out, his dad was a truck driver just like him. So his dad, you know, if like when I first, it's, it's different with trucking companies now because a lot of guys get local jobs quickly. I first got into trucking, you know, long time ago. I mean, they would the first thing come out of their mouth is, "Hey, how you doing?" Uh, uh, so you know you're gonna be on the road 
you know, eight to 12 weeks. You're going to be on the road, you know, 90 days. I mean, they, they would throw it out there. Then when you come home, uh, you're only going to be home 24 hours, which means you get home early Saturday morning. You got to pull out sometimes Sunday, depending on where that load is, to get there Monday. When you get home, you're a butt-faced tired. So when this guy was talking, it just kind of, like I said, it was a crappy conversation because it just kind of, we made a laugh about it later on, so I'm going to tell you how the story went. So he's like, yeah, you know, my father really wasn't around. And, you know, my dad was a truck driver. He was over the road. And then uh, so I say, your dad, your, your dad's still alive? He said, yeah. I said, your mom's still alive? He says, yeah. I said, your parents still together? He said, oh, man, yeah, they just celebrated four to five years of marriage. I said, well, stop right there. If your mother is still with your husband, her husband, forget about him being your father, her husband for four to five years, she knew that he was out there taking care of the home. She knew that he was being responsible. She knew that the only reason you had clothes on your back, food on your table, and a roof, and to go to these sports events and do the things you did was because your husband made a sacrifice to get out there drive this here truck to make sure the home was taken care of. The instinct of your mother allowed her to be the woman that God created her, so she took care of the home. I said, please understand me. When daddy came home, she made sure daddy was taken care of too. So you got to understand you being mad at your dad all these years for your dad just being your dad. I said, then think about it. You followed completely in your dad's footsteps because you're a truck driver. So obviously you're proud of him for something. Obviously you saw something that, that was appealing to truckers. You didn't say, I'm not going to be a truck driver because I don't want to be like my dad and not be at home. You still became a truck driver. And your mom is still married to that truck driver till this day. So you, you've been toting this anger with you all this. And, you know, then he kind of just chuckled a little bit. He said, man, you are so right, but nobody never put it that way. When I say to people, man, my dad wasn't there, they'll say, oh, yeah, he wasn't. They never really, you know, I say, it's it's kind of, and I don't mean this in no disrespectful way, it's kind of old school arithmetic. You know, I don't know calculus, geometry, trigonometry. All I know is two plus two equals four, <laughs> you know. Four minus one equal three. I'm just a basic math guy. And I said to him, a lot of us as men is mad at our dads for simply just being a man. You know, if you're between, say, 40, 65, this younger generation, men don't have to work hard. But, you know, if you like 60, 55, you know, maybe 48, your dad, is still part of the youth movement of the civil rights, especially if you're African-American, which meant your dad went through hell without talking to nobody. He went on a job where they wanted to fire him every day because he was black. He went to a church that they were burning crosses in front of. You got to realize if you like, you know, 60, 65, 55, you know, 50, your dad, is part of the civil rights movement that made a difference. His emotional level is totally different because everything he did was to protect you, 
his family from racial hatred. So, of course, he didn't really talk a lot. He was quiet. But believe me, he was concerned overly about his family. And he wanted you to be in a different situation. So, yeah, he missed the memo on saying, I love you. But you can grow from that memo that he missed to now you need to practice saying it to your kids, to your cousins, to your nephews, to your brothers, to your uncles. You need to break that cycle of not making a young man or another grown man feel important. And we can do that. But we got to set aside ego and pride. See, some of y'all can't do nothing unless it's geared towards you getting the glory. I know I've been hanging. Look, look. Please understand. I, I can tell you a whole story on that. But we got to get back, you know, and especially because like I'm a biker. So, you know, the thing about being a biker is let the truth be told. None of us think about it a lot. Every time you get on that motorcycle, could be the last time a loved one sees you. The thing about being a biker is. Every time you get on that motorcycle, it can be the last time you get on that motorcycle. So why not while you here, let your club brothers know you love them. Let your club brothers say, let's do things to let other men know we love them. I'm finna throw a plug out there. We have a conference called the Rally at the Q Men's Conference. It looks different than anything. Because we try not to be like nobody else. And I thank God for the board members that I got because they 100% think outside the box. But we try to bring you a life experience that uplifts you as men. You know, I go all out on that day. I, 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 you know, the guys will tell you I don't bring in some of the top caters in our area and other areas because I want them to feel loved. See, and there's a lot of fake pastors out there. They're getting mad at what we do. Now they want to try to do what I do, but doing it for the money, not for the look. We don't even charge for our men's conference. Not a dime. We're a small church, I can promise you. I don't have the money every year we throw that event. But somehow it comes up. And I believe in my heart the next year it's going to come up. Because we believe in you so much that we're willing to make every sacrifice for every man out there because we love you. If you know anything about me, whether I do my little Q minute, which I normally do on Wednesdays, but depending on trucking, I might skip a week. I always say, I love you. I love you. I love you. Because I don't care who you are. I love you. I got enemies out there. I got people attacking my name right now, and they doing it in the name of the Lord. I still love them. Let me tell you something about love. I may not like you, but I love you. Learn the difference. You don't have to like everybody, but you got to love everybody. Because everybody is not going to fit in your inner circle. Everybody is not going to fit your character and personality. And that's okay. I got friends that I grew up with who we get together a lot. And there are certain times I see them do stuff. And I say, man, y'all didn't give me a call. And they're joking. And I've seen this a lot. Uh, e, this one wasn't for you. We hit you up the next time. I actually respect that. 
I don't look at that. I respect it. Because guess what? Next time they get together, first thing they say, oh, yeah, we need to hit E up. This event, this is something E can come to. He can come hang out with us. We need to be okay with that as men. Let another man, whether he just born a minute ago or if he's 110 right now and anything in between, let that man, let that brother, let that dude, let that homie, let that fella know you love him. Because one day we all going to take our last breath. And instead of you sitting at the funeral crying and boohooing, because, man, I never, I see this summer, man, I never told him I loved him. Man, I never told him how much I care about him. Man, I never told him I thank him for being my mentor. Good Lord, why didn't you? Especially I'm a biker because a lot of times you simply saying I love you, probably we don't know the time of day, but you probably could have saved that person's life at that moment. Bruh, I love you. Give him a hug. This ain't the time for you to jump on that bike, man. You, you staggering. You don't even see it. You think you're good, but you're not going. Bruh, let me hug you again because I love you. I got you. Let me get you an Uber. Let me call you a cab. Let me find somebody here that's on the car that can take you home. Then I'll come back. See, then now you got to show the gratitude. I'll come back. I don't say it this early in the show. I'll come back in the morning, pick you up, bring you to your bike. And guess what? At least I know you're at home safe. I love you, bro. This ain't the time to be egoing. This ain't the time to be telling me you got this. This is the time for you to understand I love you. And I want to see you tomorrow. And I love you. Men, it's time to simply start saying to another man, I love you. I care about you. Look, I like I opened up saying they said I get the LBGT community, they on a rampant page to destroying, especially when black men do something in our community. You know, they attack David Chappelle, he's a comedian. Anytime we do something, and I know I got a lot of listeners from all over, but anytime as black men we try to do something positive, please understand there's a force that's gonna attack us. So don't let that community, I love that community. I got some of them. You know, go to my church I fellowship with, so don't don't bash me because I'm a supporter of the LBGT community. Might not agree with everything y'all doing, but then again, I don't agree with people who like Dallas Cowboys. I really don't agree with people who like the Green Bay Packers because I'm a Chicago Bears fan. How you going to like Green Bay? But we ain't fighting over it. We ain't cussing each other out over it. We ain't hating each other over it. We just understand that everybody has an individual right to be different. So men, stop letting society tell you you're not a strong man when you say to another man you love him. Men, stop letting society tell you that if a man say he loves you, there's an alternative motive. The only motive is he wants you to stay alive. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to gain everything that you can gain before that dash in your name or that dash in your birth and death date because we both get two dates you don't put two dates on that tombstone the day you the year you were born and the year you die we just want that dash to, to sacrifice who we are so stop letting 
society or the socialist or socialism of this world say to a man, you you ain't a man if you tell another man you love women. Stop single mothers. I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I gotta get personal. Single mothers, stop imposing that on your sons, nephews, that they are weak when they tell another man they love them. They are not. They are strong. And we need to, even I need, I need to hear it sometimes. I get beat up. So listen, guys, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I want to say thank you uh, for joining your boy with the Q Talk, where all things mean will be on the table. Let your brothers, uh, uncles, and homies, and definitely club brothers know that we are 100% going to be talking about it from men issues to sports to sex to whatever concerns me and me. So listen. Grab a seat and come along for the ride. Now, just remember, guys, these are my opinions. And yes, I am sometimes right and wrong. So please don't take it personal. Just have fun with your boy and the Q Talk. Pastor E saying, I love you. I love you. And we'll see you. We'll talk to you next week. And listen, listen to our other podcast, uh, Ride Hard, Love Harder. Me and Wifey, we had a good one this weekend. Uh, the topic of that show is uh, should Christian married couples use the F word? We should have just said should couples use the F word, but you know we're, we're Christians in this house, so should Christian married couples use the F word? You need to listen to that show and you'll find out that sometimes it's okay to use the F word and sometimes it's not. Listen to the show. Your boy, Pastor E. See you, see you, see you. Love you, love you, love you.